Welcome to the Leadership Lowdown. You've tuned in to Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Verschereau, and we're so glad to have you join us today. And I'm glad to have with us today one of our guests that we've been waiting for literally months to try to get in uh, to the show. And we finally found a hole in his schedule, and we had an opportunity to get him here. His name is Rich Westerland. He's the director of, of athletics, and he's the head men's basketball coach at Great Lakes Christian College. Rich, welcome to the show. Hey, Vic. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Well, we're glad to have you here. It's no easy task. You're a busy man and lots of great things going on. And of course, the world's a little bit different right now in terms of uh, what's going on, especially uh, uh, in the middle of your basketball season. A lot of uh, crazy things happen along the way. But I'm so glad to have you here today to talk about leadership. But before we get into some of the um, the issues in, in your world, tell me a little bit about um, uh, your path that brought you um, uh, all the way here to Michigan, because you didn't grow up in Michigan. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. I actually grew up in Ellicott City, Maryland, which is about 15 minutes from Baltimore. Oh, wow. Uh, I come from a, a large family. I have six brothers and sisters, including a twin brother. So um, I was blessed. Uh, I went to college in, at Lancaster Bible College, which was uh, real impactful on my journey. Um, and then uh, through that, I was able to get a uh, a high school coaching job uh, while I was still in college, um, and I coached at a high school level for three years. <laughs> Once I graduated college, uh, I moved into college coaching. I became a college head coach out in Minnesota, and then I went to that state down below Michigan for two years called Ohio. Oh, don't my like talk goodness. about too much. <laughs> uh, and then, obviously, I've been in Michigan for the last two years. So my journey has been uh, – it's been a fun one. It's been full of trials um, and different challenges, um, but I feel like those challenges have been what shaped me to be the leader th- uh, that I am today. Isn't that something too? You know, it's it's the old uh, you know forged by fire. It makes you stronger, and uh, there's the old saying: "What is it? it that that doesn't kill you makes you stronger." Is that the way that works? So, who knows how that has happened for you? But you know, I, I want I want to go back to that high school thing you said. So, uh, I'm sorry that you were you were in college, but coaching a high school team that you must have had coaching in your blood. Um, was that always an interest of yours? Yeah, so I knew since I was a sophomore in high school that I wanted to coach uh, basketball. And when I was a sophomore in high school, he said I wanted to be the youngest Division One college coach ever. That was the goal. Uh, but as I got into coaching high school, I got the opportunity at a school called Hartford Christian in Darlington, Maryland. And, and Brian Wilson, the high school administrator there, he's still the principal, um, he gave me a shot. I was 19 years old. Um, and he said, you know what, I, I will let you be the head coach here for our varsity program, but I'm going to mentor you as you go through this journey. And, and I am so grateful for, for Brian Wilson giving a young guy like me a chance. Mm. At 19 years old, I was only a year or two older than some of my seniors. Um, but <laughs> with Good that, point. he gave me an invaluable experience uh, of how to lead young men um, in, in some difficult circumstances as well with our ages being so close together. Um, and that's really been a, a theme in my journey because after I coached in high school for three years, all while still playing college soccer and college baseball and, and graduating, uh, I, uh, I then became the youngest college coach ever because I got hired as a college head coach right before my 22nd birthday. I was like 21 years old and 11 months. 
when I got hired to be a head college coach. So I God just, really blessed me. In my I journey. guess so. Well, I just love it too, Rich, because, you know, I, I thought, man, you look pretty young. Um, you must have a baby face, but the truth is you are young. So <laughs> that's kind of a great story to, to get you started. And it's wonderful. I've always suggested that people that know what they want in life, they're like laser beams. They can go straight towards it. Unlike a lot of people that wander around to try to figure it out, um, they bump around and and uh, and end up, um, you know, where they're finally happy. Hopefully, but uh, you were able to jump right on that and go in the direction. But uh, let me spend a second talking about those young people. When you're young um, and you don't have that fatherly um, uh, experience of to a high school student. Um, it's got to be a little difficult because because being a couple years older, uh, you're like an upperclassman to them. And um, and was there was there a little bit of respect that you had to gain from that? Uh, most of those guys they respected me from my playing career because mm. they remembered watching me when I was playing in high school, um, and, and so that helped. But I also went into it with the approach that you know I wasn't going to be their friend, um, yeah. and that was the challenge. Uh, and, and really the hardest part, though, I think, was dealing with the parents. Uh, <laughs> because for the parents, who's this young kid that can really be like those parents? I could be their son, essentially, with the age I was at. Yeah. So it was dealing with them, and I had some great mentors who who gave me advice. And Mr. Wilson, uh, he just was rock solid for me, and he always just stood behind me and supported me, even when it was hard because, you know, when I took over at Hartford Christian, it wasn't a program that had won a lot in recent years, and we struggled. You know, we went, we started off our season 0 and 13, um, and so losing tends to compound things uh, uh-huh. and, and gets people to think, well, does this guy really know what he's doing? And, and to be honest, I probably didn't know what I was doing at that time. I thought I knew everything, when in reality, I know I knew nothing. Well, you know, that but, that is uh, a little value of uh, of uh, actually having a few years behind, a little bit of experience, and and uh, it's just really part of the whole uh, process of learning as we go. And I, I'm so grateful that you're here with us today, Rich, here on the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown. I'm Vic Vercherio, and we'll be right back. Sonair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sonair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sonair.com. You've tuned in to the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown with Vic Vercherow, and I have with us today Rich Westerland. He is the Director of Athletics, and he's an accomplished head men's basketball coach at Great Lakes Christian College. He's done a lot of great things, and we've learned in the last segment that he started out young. And, of course, I've just mesmerized. uh, I don't think a lot's changed when it comes to parents uh, because parents are probably the most difficult part of any coaching position um, along the way. Do you find that that it's different from a high school coach and the parents versus the college coaching and the parents, or is it all about the same? Uh, it is a lot different from high school to college. High school, obviously, parents are more involved in the day-to-day. Yeah. Um, in college, the parents aren't as involved in the day-to-day. 
but I always say this is, you know, college is, a, is an investment, um, and if parents are going to invest uh, their their money into their child's education to send them to, to my program, you know, I have to be willing to have those tough conversations mm-hmm. with them. So a lot of coaches, they may not be willing to have conversations always about, you know, basketball or playing time with parents. For me, I still feel like I should be able to do that because, again, they're investing their money to come to play at wow. Great Lakes Christian College. Great, you know? great so perspective, Rich. I, I Absolutely. have to be willing to have those conversations. And they may not like what I always have to say, <laughs> but I'm going to say it in truth. And, and I'm also going to let them know I care about their son. I love their son. And if you talk to their, talk to their son, he's going to know clear expectations from me as well. You know, that's really powerful. I've always said that if you're careful how you say something, uh, you can say almost anything to anyone. And I think um, uh, if you say it out of love and concern and, and compassion, um, you know, those are those are what we call crucial conversations, and those those are worth their weight in gold because uh, an awful lot of athletes uh, get told how awesome they are, um, and many times people don't spend the time unpacking how they could be better um, because they got they're surrounded by fans all the time. Well, you said mm-hmm. you said um, there was somebody that you you referred to, Mr. Wilson. Um, tell me about some of the mentoring he did early on in your career. I, it sounded sounds like the perfect relationship for a, a young man that that was leading people. Yeah, so I, I've been really blessed. Uh, I've had my coaches have been great mentors to me: Josh Pierce, Luke Gibson, uh, Glenn Texier, Leon Thomas. But Mr. Wilson was my first real professional mentor, um, and he was a great model for me for what I wanted. Uh, my boss to look like. Um, he was somebody who challenged me, somebody who allowed me to fail. You know, he, you know, he knew that I was going to make some mistakes at some times as a 19-year-old coach. Um, and you know what? He allowed me to make those mistakes. And, and he stood behind me even when he knew that the path I was going on might not end up the way that I should go. He allowed me to make those mistakes so I can learn. And I think that's the, the most valuable thing in leadership and in coaching is that you've got to make mistakes. You've got to learn from experience. And, and having that, that hands-on experience that I got to learn firsthand was, was so important for me and my development, and I'm so grateful for him. Um, and, again, we would have daily chats about, okay, hey, you know, you're, the way you communicate to an official, this is how you should do it, mm. or the way you communicate to a parent or a player – um, and we would meet uh, yearly with just a performance review, and I still have all those review letters that he, he gave me in those three years I was at Hartford Christian, and I go back to them and see, okay, these are my strengths, these were my weaknesses then. How am I doing to develop uh, my weaknesses and continue to strengthen my strength? Well, so, um, I'm Rich, so I, thankful for him. Yeah, what a, what a powerful situation. But Rich, I have to ask you. You know, um, uh, you you said something that I that I don't want to I don't want to miss. Um, most of your career has been has been involved with the Christian side of coaching, and um, I think there's a there's a an added element to that because I've watched coaches kind of lose it. And um, and they get caught up in the emotion of it all. And I'm sure you're an emotional, compassionate, competitive individual. So what happens? Uh, you, your your players are watching, and the fans are watching, and you've got the added element of uh, being competitive, compassionate, but also uh, putting yourself out there as a Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you know 
the the tough part is athletics. Um, I believe is the the greatest microcosm for life. I think that there's so many life lessons uh, in sport, and, and it's the greatest. Uh, you know what what's inside your heart always comes out in those pressure situations. The teabag principle, um, and, and so you know there have been times where where I've definitely dropped the ball in, in the way that you know I'm modeling. Uh, uh, my my Christ-like attitude, and it's amazing what sport can do with revealing that. But also, it's allowed me so many growth moments in that. Mm, you know, yep. and, and you know the opportunity to to lead men. You know, I have to model that, and that's what my coaches Josh Spears and Luke Gibson did at such an elite level. Was they modeled to me what it was to be a Christian coach, um, and how to model that on the day to day to to their players and that's sort of what i've taken that model that they showed me and i've tried to apply it in my coaching um as well just to again i want to show my players the way it's supposed to be because ultimately you know the actions speak louder than words and and so i want to do that on a day-to-day basis um and there was a quote by i believe uh john maxwell he said you know you don't get the culture you declare you get the culture you lead Mm, and so for me Every day I want to lead my culture and protect my culture in the way that I want my players to live their lives. Well, um, Richard, so that's what I'm trying to talk about. You're helping us build culture today, and we're so glad you're with us here on the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown. I'm Vic Bergeron, and we'll be right back. Do you like to travel for fun and excitement, craving a relaxing getaway? No matter where you want to go or what you want to do, you can trust Dean Trailways to get you there. Our luxury motor coach lets you relax while you travel. No traffic to worry about, no parking fees, no hassle. Are you looking for some sizzling excitement this fall? Let Dean Trailways bring on the heat and take you to Firekeepers, Michigan's newest gaming hotspot. Experience the thrills of the slots, blackjack, craps, the live poker room, and indulge in the world-class restaurants, all while counting on Dean to bring you home safely. Dean Trailways of Michigan. Travel smart. Thanks for tuning in to the Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Vershero, and today, Rich Westerland, he's the head coach for the men's basketball program at Great Lakes uh, Christian College, and he's also the director of athletics. And Rich, before the, before we left, I, I you were talking about um, the challenges of being a good mentor, and it's not just Christian. It's it's giving the 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 young men that are in your charge. Um, the right kind of mentorship and the right uh, example. Um, so that's powerful no matter where you come from. Um, and I got to tell you, uh, I've, <laughs> Rich, I've blown it plenty of times in my life when I'm, when I'm like, man, I, I didn't handle that well. Um, have you ever been in the heat of, heat of battle in the, in the passion there and gone, oh, boy, that was not the best version of Rich? Oh yeah, all the time. Um, it, it happens, you know, multiple times a year, and, and I always kick myself when I do it. But you know, my my coach Josh Spears, he said, you know, you build credibility when you can own your mistakes. Mm. You know, and, and so um, I think that's a big part of leadership is, you know, hey, I, I messed up, guys. You know, the fish rots from the head, and, and I messed up, and I'm sorry, and I'm I'm making that adjustment, and, and we're moving forward. Um, and I think that's really powerful in, in just saying, okay, hey, guys, it's okay that you make mistakes. 
you own it and you you learn from it and you move on you yeah. know um so i think that's a big thing with, with when you do blow it is and again i blow it all the time i i i was looking at how i did the even this past year and in areas in which i fell short that i told my guys i would be better in and i had to apologize to them say hey look moving forward this is the standard and and i'm asking you guys to hold me accountable in that if i mess up you mm-hmm. know so i think that we as leaders we have to be held accountable just as much as we're holding accountable to guys we're leading yeah yeah well i think you just you you really said something there that i want to i want to make the point on um as we t- as we talk about this sometimes i think people believe that they're showing weakness when um, they admit they're wrong. And so you've, I think you and I have probably been around leaders that couldn't say they were wrong. They had this, this blind spot about being able to admit that. So tell me, do you, I think you alluded to it, but um, when you think about admitting your mistake, guys, I blew this, I, hold me accountable, that kind of thing, do you feel that makes you weaker or stronger in their eyes? Tell me, let's talk about that. I think it makes, uh, makes me look stronger to them because, again, they know when I mess up. Yeah, um, good point. Like You're not hiding anything, up. right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but like where where you lose credibility is when you want to try and double down on your mistake and mm. not own the fact that you're wrong. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I may not know in that moment that I'm wrong, but like I have a, a leadership committee uh, within my program and we meet and talk and they'll tell me, hey, coach, I think you're a little off base there. And I'll be like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I got to come back and apologize about that, you know? And and so, um, but I think that's just a viable thing is that I believe I can learn from anybody. Like as much as I'm trying to teach my players life lessons and and invest in them, uh, they're teaching me just as much on the day to day. Um, And so I'm trying to learn from them just as much as they're trying to learn from me. Uh, And being able to have those honest conversations really, I think, promotes growth. Yeah, that's outstanding. I and you you said something that kind of kind of surprised me a bit. I want to know more about uh, a leadership committee. Is this um, is this uh, an idea of your own, or is this something one of your mentors offered up? Uh, how did how did you get a leadership committee, and how does it work? Yeah, so basically, I believe, especially with how today's generation is wired, they are much more peer driven than they are cause driven. You know, so they are more loyal to the to their peers than they will be to me or, or to the cause that we're trying to have. So if I invest in our leaders who are completely bought in and all in on what we were doing here, um, I want to invest in them as leaders, and then they can go back and use that influence that they have with the players that maybe I don't have as great as a, uh, of influence as let's say Jay Quinn Jones does on some of his teammates. So I'm investing in Jay Quinn Jones. Uh, on the day-to-day, and then Jay Quinn Jones is then going to go invest in three or four of his teammates to get to exert his influence on them. And that creates uh, a getting the right people on the bus and getting them in the right seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got that from Energy Bus, John Gordon. Um, but, again, I think by investing in my leaders, that in turn will get us to get the results we want from our guys because they'll have that influence from a peer side that maybe I may not have from a coach side. Yeah, and I'm sorry I might have missed this, but 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 did you did you appoint them to this committee? Is it or is it unnamed? As in, it's just a group of guys that get together and they don't really know that that's what they do. Uh, how, how how formal is this? So I, I name them. I, I look at how our guys 
uh, are doing in the day-to-day with the workouts in the summer and, and basically which guys have the greatest influence because that's ultimately what leadership is, is you have to have influence. So uh, once I find those guys and, and guys who are bought in completely to what we want to do here, and not only just within the basketball program, but also our mission as a school, you know, because I think that's a big thing as well, is you can't just be a leader on the basketball court. Like, you have a much bigger responsibility to also be a leader in, in, on this campus and in our school mm-hmm. um, and be an ambassador for that. So I'm looking for – and typically our committee is about six guys. So um, and, and so we've got a couple guys who are going into year three uh, as part of that committee. A couple guys are on it for year two. Um, and we're going to get some new members this year because we've lost a couple of our really strong leaders. But we're excited about continuing to invest and just pass these leadership principles down to our young guys who keep coming into our program. Mm, I just love it. Well, man, Rich, this is really good stuff. I'm so grateful that uh, you've, you've taken time out of your busy schedule to be with us. We're so glad you've tuned in to the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown. We're going to go pay some bills and be right back. Perfectly managed meetings, carefully planned conferences, and beautiful beginnings. That's what you'll find at Treetops Resort. We have an ideal location just minutes from I-75 and over 25,000 square feet of meeting and convention space. No matter what you're planning, let our spectacular views, spacious lodging, and outstanding customer service show you why Treetops is Michigan's most spectacular resort. Get a no-hassle quote for your next meeting at treetops.com or call at 888-TREETOPS. This is the Leadership Loadout here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Vercherow, and today we have with us Rich Westerland. He's the Director of Athletics and the Head Men's Basketball Coach at Great Lakes Christian College. And so, Rich, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about what we've been talking about here. And, and in the last segment, we talked a little bit about how people do things in your program. And I, it reminded me of a story back years ago, the famous uh, coach, uh, amazing coach, John Wooden, who would start out um, every year with his freshman uh, reminding them and showing them how he wanted them to put their socks on, and so you're you're like you got to be kidding me. Is this guy just that that anal? I mean, what what really is going on there? But on the other hand, um, uh, it was a bit of a principle that we start in the very basics and we build from there. So when I think about somebody that that comes to your program, and this is no slouch of a program, this is something where Great Lakes Christian College has has really. Um, made a concerted effort to to be a legitimate um, uh, force um, in terms of basketball. So when they come in, uh, it isn't like, hey, how you doing? Uh, welcome aboard. You, are you more intentional about uh, how they how they get started, what you expect for them? I always say what you stand for and what you won't stand for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, when, when we talk about culture, to me, culture's definition is shared language, shared values. Um, and so we want to get our guys acclimated to, to what we do and how we do it. Um, and just like understanding, okay, it, you have a big responsibility on this campus, you know, and, and we want our guys, like we tell all of our guys, you're going to serve in the community. We did over 
1,500 hours of community service over the last two years um, our men's basketball program has. Wow. You know, that we're going we're gonna to get it done in the classroom um, and that uh, we're going to grow as people and, and in our faith. And by taking care of the most important things, which those are the most important things, we're going to be successful on the court because you can't have all those other big details in your life be chaos and then expect to be great on the court. So we're really investing in that off-the-court stuff, and by being successful on that, the court, the on-court success is going to take care of itself. Um, and then, you know, we just tell our guys, you know, we want them to be authentic. You know, I think authenticity is a, is a big part um, in our success is that, you know, we tell our guys we're not trying to change you. We're trying to help you where you're at and help you grow and to be the best version of yourself. Wow. You know, I think that's a really big thing for our guys. And we tell our guys, embrace your story, embrace where you came from, because it's your story that's what's going to impact people. And, and I think that's what's allowed us to be so successful in our culture is that we allow our guys to be themselves and we allow our guys to make mistakes. Um, and, and we're going to say, hey, we're going to come alongside you and help, help you grow. You know, I think that's a big thing because um, I understand we've got 18 to 23-year-old to men that, that are going to make mistakes. Like that's the time that you're going to make mistakes. And, but I'm excited about being a, be alongside of them to help them grow. Um, and so, you know, I think our culture, when you come down to it, it's a, it's a culture of growth. You know, we, we tell our guys we want them to change their best each and every day. Yeah. Uh, one of my, my favorite sayings is necton mentality. And necton mentality is where you think of a shark, okay? If a shark stops swimming, it dies. If a shark swims backwards, it dies. But when a shark gets its meal and it eats, it, it's on the hunt, right? It eats. It's not thinking, oh, that was a great meal. It's on to the next challenge. So to us, always attacking, never fool is what necton mentality means. Wow, okay? We want guys to be always attacking, never fool. And that's in their, in their faith, in, in their academics, in their relationships, in basketball, we are always challenging them to be always attacking, never full. So they're always looking to the next challenge, always looking to change their best. Um, and that's what we've really had a lot of success with. Well, that's that's outstanding. Man, I, I felt like I was uh, drinking from a fire hydrant right there. That was really good stuff. But I want to go back just for a second, if I could, and I want to ask you a question about what you referred to about men making mistakes, people making mistakes that's on your team. Is there ever a time when, because uh, mistakes are part of life, right? And we got to learn from those and we got to grow from those. But is there ever a time in your world where um, a mistake is a mistake that's gone too far? So my point being that, you know what, you no longer uh, fit the values of the uh, Great Lakes Christian College uh, basketball program. Is, is there something like that? Or, is, is, uh, or are you more of a three strikes, you're out? Uh yeah, I, I think my wife will tell me I am my biggest flaw is that I see the best in everybody. Yeah, boy. Uh, and so I tend to give more chances uh, just because, you know, I want to impact these guys' lives. But I also let them know, too, that you don't get unlimited chances in life, mm. you know. So there are, there, it does get to a point where certain guys have forfeited their right to be in our program or we've, you know, suspended guys. Um, or we've kicked them off. But the thing is, too, is w- once I kick them off, I always give them a route to come back. You know, I give them, okay, hey, this is what I need to see from you. If you really want to be a part of this, you're going to have to show me something, um, and you're going to have to do X, Y, and Z to be able to come back. 
Um, and because and, again, I think that we've all made mistakes, and, and it's because people have given me extra chances and, and second chances and third chances is why I why I am where I'm at now. Because I've had people say, okay, hey. He's young, he made a mistake, but we're going to continue to invest in him because we think he can make a difference. And that's what I think with all my players. I believe each and every single one of these guys can go back into their communities and make an impact, and I just want to be a part of that. You know, yeah. So uh, well, if I, I can help help them grow, then that's my goal. I, I think that's incredible. It's awesome that you're investing uh, in, in those young men's lives. It's incredible that you're investing in our lives right now here on the Michigan Business Network. We're grateful that you've tuned into the Leadership Lowdown. I'm Vic Versero. We'll be right back. Physicians Health Plan is local. For 35 years, we've been a part of your community, and we take pride in helping you get the coverage, care, and personal service you deserve. Go to phpmichigan.com for more information. We're the health plan that works for you. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Lowdown, and thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero, and today, of course, we're talking to Rich Westerlin, who is the uh, director of athletics out at Great Lakes Christian College. He's also the head men's basketball coach, and he's just got some fantastic leadership elements. And uh, I don't often do this, and I hope you don't mind me asking this, Rich, but you wanted to be the youngest um, uh, coach around. Um, You have wisdom beyond your years. How old are you now? So I turned 29 in July. That's incredible. I just love it, and I and I, I it's rare that you find people um, with this type of uh, of um, maturity in terms of of developed thoughts on leadership at such a young age. I'm so impressed with that. And of course, you've had some great experiences. Um, one of them uh, at the bottom of your email, uh, I was impressed with it. It actually had in quotation marks, "row the boat," and uh, I'm familiar with. Um, some of that coming out of um, uh, different areas, but tell me, tell me about um, uh, row the boat and why it ended up on your um, uh, email address. Yeah, so I, I, I got row the boat from PJ Fleck. He was a former head football coach at Western Michigan. Now he's at University of Minnesota, and, and I've sort of adopted it as, as my life mantra. And basically, it's a never give up uh, mantra, and and really it. it it identified with me with all the adversity that I went through in my life. You know, from I had my two older brothers pass away from muscular dystrophy and oh. my dad pass away from lymphoma all within a six-year period, um, along with some other personal things that, that happened that it just made things tough in my life. And when I found out about Row the Boat, I'm like, man, this is just perfect. And, and there's really three parts to it. You know, the first part is, is the oar. And that's the energy you bring to your life. Um, and, and you're not going to go anywhere in, in your rowboat if your oar's not in the water. So, you know, each and every day I want to attack it with an elite energy um, because I believe energy and enthusiasm is contagious. So I want to have that energy each and every day. The second part is, is the boat, and, and that's uh, that stands for the sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice for what you never had? And the more you sacrifice, the more you invest the sturdier your boat is because you're going to get some tough times in life. And life is just that open water, those oceans. And, and 
those waves are going to crash down on your boat. And if you don't have enough th- uh, time invested, enough sacrifice into something, your boat is going to be made out of paper mache, and you're just going to sink. Mm-hmm. So, again, you want to sacrifice. That third part is the compass, and that's your direction, your purpose, or your why. And so I had a, a my college soccer coach, uh, Josh Spears, he asked me in my first recruiting visit with him, what's your why? And I think that's an important part that's helped define who I am is like, I had to figure out what my why was and, and my why was really twofold. It was, you know, I want to impact uh, as many young people the same way my coaches impacted my life. And then the second part of my why is I wanted to honor the legacy of my dad and my two brothers and, and the example they put forth for me. Um, so I'm living my life for three other people, oh. but also I want to provide for my mom. I'm now the man of my family. So I want to provide for my mom and make sure she's taken care of, um, but with all of that, you put all three of those things together, you have your, your rowboat. And when I'm rowing, I'm rowing my boat, I don't see my future. I can only learn from my past and stay in my present. Um, and I think that's been so valuable for me. And that with what I've been through my life, I understand that time, uh, that time changes. And that what happens one year from now, I can't really worry about. Because time can so rapidly change things. Um, so for me, I just try and stay in my present and learn from my past. And what happens in my future, it, it is what it is. I don't know what's going to happen a month from now, but I do know if I can make the most of today, that's going to set me up for my tomorrow. And that, so that, that's really all my focus is, is learn from my past and dominate my today. And, and again, I want to just spread this message of row the boat and that never give up mantra each and every day. Mm. Um, because again, uh, it's had such an impact on my life and, and with what I've been through that I believe row the boat. And if you adopt that mantra, that it can help so many other people as well. Well, Rich, you, you talk about the why, uh, you know, the, the third leg of that of that whole row the boat philosophy. And, and, and I, I, I really love that. That resonates really well with me. If, 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 if I'm leading people, a lot of times I think the, the key element to that whole thing is make sure they understand why I'm asking them to do that. If they understand the why, then when they get to that point, um, then they can connect and actually understand that uh, and make a good decision when they get to that event in their life because they understand the why. Uh, I, 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 tell me, is that, is that connect with where you're at with coaching the why? Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think I also like to say this is, you know, your why can a, allow you to overcome any how. You know, mm. when you know why you're doing something and, and what that reason is for, it allows you to overcome any how. Like, how am I going to get through this? How can I, how can I provide for my family? You know, uh, my why has allowed me to co- overcome every how that's come in my life. You know what I mean? So I think you can't really have your purpose until you know your why and when you have that why that really can give you a roadmap for for your life you know and it gives you at least a starting point and when those days get tough when things get tough for me because I have those tough days you know I just remember my why I've got a picture of my mom I got a picture of my dad and my brothers in my office that when things get tough as tough as they can be for a college basketball coach like it's really not that tough of a job. You know, like I'm so lucky I get to do what I love, you (laughs) know, but when it gets tough, I can look at a picture of my dad on on my, in my office. And that reminds me of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm. 
Well, I, I have to tell you, you are an inspiration to us, Rich, and I'm just so grateful, and I'm so excited to have you here on the Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero, and we'll be right back. You can listen to the Michigan Business Network on SoundCloud, iTunes, on the smartphone app, and on its website at www.michiganbusinessnetwork.com. So grateful that you tuned in to the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown with Vic Versero and our special guest, Rich Westerland. He's the director of athletics and the head men's basketball coach out of Great Lakes Christian College. And Rich, man, I, I, I just am so uh, grateful that you had spent time here talking about your story and unpacking this with us. Uh, but there's a little bit of a thing that's going on over at uh, Great Lakes uh, Christian College. And uh, I was there for the, my first time this last uh, fall. Um, uh, and um, I, I'm just impressed with, first of all, the facilities. And then also, you've had some pretty good success out there as head coach. Um, tell us a little bit about the program and what's going on out there. Yeah, we've been, we've been really fortunate. Um, you know, I don't like to take the credit uh, for our success. I think that's, you know, because we have really good players um, and they've bought into to what we want to do. Um, but we've been, been really successful. We were ranked number one in the country for the majority of this, uh, this last season, uh, and we made it to our second straight national tournament. Uh, this year our national tournament was obviously canceled due to COVID-19, but uh, we've had a lot of success. We haven't been ranked lower than number four. In the last two years, uh, we've won 39 games the past two years. Um, so we're continuing to change our bets. We want to continue to elevate uh, and, and raise the bar for this program. Uh, we're excited for this coming year. We bring back uh, a lot of really good pieces from our team this past year. And we're also bringing in a lot of just high-quality uh, recruits, just you know, high-character, uh, good people. Uh, and so I'm really excited about our season ahead we open up october 23rd at home against uh against ohio christian uh and so we're excited you know about the season ahead we i believe that this will be our best year that we've had uh we've had we have a tough schedule uh we're playing you know uh we're playing a bunch of nais that are in the top 25 we're playing uh every top five team at our level (laughs) as well so you know we're gonna we're gonna find out where we're at as a team. And yeah. I think that when we have these challenges, it's gonna be exciting to see how our guys respond to those. Um, but in year three, we're expecting a lot of just really good things. Well, let me go back for a second and, and double check on on who you um, uh, who you recruit. Do you have you don't have the ability to give uh, a free ride to your program, do you? No, we do not. Uh, but one thing that. I love about Great Lakes is we do an elite job in our financial aid office, uh, creating financial aid packages that uh, allow it to be affordable for our guys. Um, so we're we're on the D three model uh, when it comes to scholarships. We are academic and need based grants, um, so we don't give athletic scholarships. Yeah. Uh, but we've been really fortunate to attract a lot of high level talent, um, and I think a lot of that is because of our culture. Um, our culture is strong. 
Um, and, and winning is a byproduct of culture. It's mm-hmm. not the other way around. Nice. So because we have a strong culture, we're winning. Because we have a strong culture, we're getting high-level talent. And so we're hoping to continue to develop that and continue to establish that um, because now in year two we have a real good base, but we, we want to sustain this long term. Yeah. Well, when you when you think about about these young men that are going through the program, are they um, where will they head once they finish up up with your program and they graduate uh, from Great Lakes Christian College? Where where will they end up? So, I mean, it, it depends on the path of each guy. You know, we've got, you know, one guy who's going to become a psychologist. We have a couple of guys who are pursuing uh, their dream to play overseas uh, professionally. Uh, one of our guys uh, just got hired here to work for me at Great Lakes, Christian. So um, there's a lot of different paths that our guys are going. You know, yeah. most of our guys are business majors um, or communications majors. So, you know, our whole goal is, you know, with our program is we want to set them up for that next chapter in life, whatever that might be. Well, and I think so that's what's... to help prepare them. Yeah, that's what's um, important to me is to understand, look, you're, you're it, Christian... Uh, Great Lakes Christian College just isn't creating pastors um, in this path. Uh, you've got business uh, men that are going off uh, in a variety of different opportunities. So really, if uh, if you love basketball, you love culture, and you love uh, um, uh, learning about leadership, uh, if I was if I could dribble, I'd I'd want to talk to you about the future because it sounds like you've really got it going on there at Great Lakes. I, I wonder. Uh, I wonder about um, some of the greatest challenges you're going to face. Um, coming out of this, so COVID is COVID is one thing, um, but where you go and 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 uh, where the program develops, uh, I think it's just going to be in great hands with you. Um, I'm so impressed, Rich, with with your your um, leadership uh, acumen, and also I guess I'd I'd like to double check if, if I was a business leader and wanted to have you t- talk to my team about culture talk about winning, those kind of things. Is that something you'd be willing to come off the bench and and, uh, and do out in the business world around the state? Oh, absolutely. I would I would love that opportunity to, to connect and share my story and, and just what I've learned in my experience in coaching and in leadership. That would well, be, be a tremendous honor. How would they get in touch with you? What, what's the best way to, to do that if, they, if there's an interested party? Yeah, so there, there's really three main ways you can get a hold of me. Uh, the first is my email which is R Westerlund, W-E-S-T-E-R-L-U-N-D, at glcc.edu. You can also reach out to me on my social media. I'm really active on that, Twitter, Instagram. Um, That's at Coach R West. Um, And then my cell phone number, which is 301-974-1856. So they can reach out to me on any of those, and I would love to get connected. Well, you just gave out your cell phone number on the Michigan Business Network. I think that's going to be really interesting. You might get people asking for tickets as good as you guys are. So, Rich, I can't thank you enough um, uh, beyond your time today. Thank you for what you're doing for young men. Um, thank you for your leadership and the way that you're uh, showing the way. We just can't, uh, can't thank you enough for being a part of that, and we're grateful for your time today. Absolutely. Thank you, Vic. We want to thank you for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown. I'll talk to you next time.